Thanks for listening to The Koi Pond on Podcast One. All right, you guys. One thing I like about Podcast One is we're a family, man. We got tons of talent on here, starting, of course, with the man himself, the ace man, Adam Carolla. And on top of that, we get people on here that uh, you know and love, like John Taffer. You guys love John Taffer, right? He's the best-selling author and entrepreneur behind Bar Rescue. John Taffer, no excuses, on Podcast One. Check this out, man. I'm going to be on his podcast. So make sure you guys listen to that as well. You get me and John at the same time. Boom, collabo, Podcast One. Download now. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Yes! It's a koi pond. This is a good episode. You know why? Why? Chase is late. <laughs> Chase is late. So if you ever hear you ever hear the uh the I, I, I guess phrase stumbling in. Oh, I came stumbling in. Oh. This motherfucker really stumbles in. He's- You're gonna hear big clunky feet falling into the studio. That's what Chase is going to be like. You'll know when he comes in here with the microphones on. You're going to hear it. You're going to be like, oh, he, he just walked in. Coming from where, though? Who cares? What's <laughs> oh, where is he, he, he coming? <laughs> we don't know why he's late. How, he, has how old no, is he? he has no appointment. How wait, 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 wait. That's funny. He goes, the first question is, how old is he? Go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, my son's 15, and it's his best friend. So mentally, they're 15. <laughs> <laughs> and my son's the older one. Yeah. My son makes the wiser decisions. <laughs> but he's, what is he, 35? Uh, he's too old. He's too old to be late. Yeah, he's too old to be late. Oh, my God. He's too old to be late. Brendan, when you moved, uh, this is Brendan's shop, everybody. Bre- listen, listen, mother. He's trying to be, yeah, motherfucker. Mother listen, listen, you better listen. slide. You better slide to your left. It's gonna listen get. To it's gonna get messy. There he is. <laughs> there. He, don't shake my hand. Okay, all right, sorry. All right, don't all right, ever. Right, right. First of all, that is disrespectful to throw your right hand across someone's face to shake another man's hand. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Who sorry. The, and I apologize. This is a this is a, a black doing, belt. How you doing, How you doing, this bro? is a black belt in seven disciplines. First of all. Brendan, I, I don't know. You, you, you know, you, 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 you walked away from the fight game. Yeah. Um, Brendan Schaub, everybody. Some would say run, but yeah. Don't ever say that. I First ran of all, away. you didn't run away. <laughs> this is me running. No, you didn't. <laughs> 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 so you're like uh, Juan Epstein from See Welcome ya. Back. The fighter and the kid uh, with uh, Brian Callen, who I really enjoy. Who's also late all the time. Also yeah. late all the time as well. 51 years old. I don't get it. And he is 50. He's not 51. His face is 51. Brian Callen's face is 51. I've known Brian 15 years. He looked 51 when I met him. He's never never really aged. His hair's kind of going see up, but that's Yeah, 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 yeah. His his hair's leaving. Yes. Face has always been right there up against the the glass. (laughs) 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 Like when you slam on the brakes and your face hits the glass, that's That's Brian Brian all the time. (laughs) Uh, British Schaub. Uh, I, and the reason why I, I, I keep saying her name is because I have a friend. His name is spells it the same way, but he he pr- pronounces it Brendan. Oh, he's doing it wrong. You know Brendan, right? Yeah, Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. See, we Hawaii we Brendan. all have been trained Hawaii. to fucking say Brendan. It would yeah. sound and it similar. sucks. So when I meet someone like you who has the same writing, I 
fuck? Like you heard me when he walked in. I go, "Hey, Brendan," and I was, "Oh, fuck! This guy's gonna punch me." You know, I'm used to I'm used to people saying Brandon. So that, that we're I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, so we're good. So it's Brendan. Yeah, like Brendan. at Starbucks, I'm so. Because uh, since I was a kid, they've called me Brandon. It drives me nuts. So yeah. even at Starbucks, I'm like, Brandon? <laughs> Cappuccino, Brandon? I'm like, there ain't no Brandon. Yeah, no Brandon. I'm waiting this shit out. That's good. That's you look over your shoulder, and then they'll go, then they'll go you have the Cappuccino, right? I'm like, well, Brandon had the Cappuccino. Yeah, Brandon had one. So if, if there's a Brandon, I'll come get it. I, hey, look. I probably got the same thing Brandon got, dude. <laughs> but I don't want to take his right now. I don't know who Brandon is, yeah. but if you have one for Brandon back there, Brandon, I will take Brandon. Yeah. But Brandon, let me you know let me help you with Brandon? Is there a Brandon? Is there a Brandon? Because Brendan wants to know. That's exactly what I do. Unbelievable. And there's only one there's only one person in the Starbucks, it's you, and you look over your shoulder. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Hopefully Brandon comes picks it yeah, up. Yeah, he stepped out, it looks like. So you and Megan got the same struggle. Oh yeah? Why? Like Megan's and Megan's? Oh, Megan and Megan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Megan. You should have went with Megan first. Yeah, because oh, Megan. Right. Because no one yeah. knows who the yeah. fuck yeah. Megan, Megan is. Megan is right, tough. Megan, right. Yeah, you should have yeah. the same struggle as Megan. That's what I meant. And then we could have went, why? Because people say Megan. Because there's very few yeah. Megan. It's okay, Chase. It's you were fine. late. It's you fine. know, you were late. Right, you're, yeah, you know, but it's fine. You're participating. <laughs> I'm participating. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I like the effort. I like the effort. effort. Thank you, bro. Effort, bro. Or effort. Effort. Boom. <laughs> Some people confuse Never effort looked. with effort. <laughs> you know what I mean? Effort. Yeah. Hey, man, he gave his he gave his best effort. You ever get that? You ever get that? Hey, man, that was effortless. That's where you don't put in much effort. Okay, when you look when you look at Brendan. You look, you look like a fighter. I still do. You still God do. Damn. And 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 all the uh, success that's wrapped around your neck and the clothing, the watch. <laughs> you still, you still look like a guy that can knock someone's head off just with a look. I know. I'm self-conscious. Was that was that you before you became a fighter? Did you have that look? Oh, that's a good question. Um. I mean, I, I grew up kind of undersized. Like, I was never the intimidating kid growing up. I no? was smaller. No. And then from high school to college, my freshman year, when they say, oh, I put on the freshman 20, I put on freshman 40 and grew like six inches. Oh. But wow. I but I always, I grew up, you know, I have an older brother who was the badass, and I was always the silly kid. So I grew up being like the the kid trying to make everyone laugh and like trying to not get beat up all the time. Really? Yeah, I was what? never like wow. I, that's crazy. I look, I look like the bully. Yeah, I, I do. And when I do stand up, I always cover my tattoos. Yeah. I you know, I make sure I you know, I, I dress well. Yeah. I don't want to look like the bully. Because no one yeah. thinks the bully's funny. But I'm not the bully. That's that's, that's never been me. You've never been the bully. Never. What never. got you into fighting then? Uh, lack of options. I was playing football. I thought uh, I was going to play in the NFL for about 10 years. And then I went to training camp with the Buffalo Bills. And they're like, Whoa, you really got that far. Yeah. And they're like, we're all set on slow white guys. Thank you for your time. That's funny. So I had a, a cappuccino with the Buffalo Bills. And they're like, yep, dreams are shattered. Have yeah, a good yeah. day. Have a nice day. And so I go back home. And uh, Wait, Now, you went to college? College, University of Colorado, played four years of football there. Wow, nice, nice, bro. Yeah. And then, yeah. that, and then from there, you got invited to. From there, got didn't get drafted. I was gonna get drafted. It's crazy how it's just Bison's all the way through. 
Just you know, license. Man. Yeah, it's just like you went from the the Buffaloes to the to the Bills. I know. I know. <laughs> How That's ironic. Weird. Is right. that weird? All Buffaloes. Right. All Buffaloes. I know. And then you got turned down with the Bills. Uh, yeah, I got cut there in training camp and then came back to Denver. And I would do jiu-jitsu and boxing. Were you doing jiu-jitsu before football? Uh, I was doing it during. Like during during training camp and like during the off season. No shit. Just to stay in shape, just something to do. Yeah. And then I had a knack for it. I got I got good really fast. Like, dude, you could do this. I'm like, yeah, absolutely not. And then uh, <laughs> I get cut from the bills. I'm back home and um, selling supplements door to door, like Pursuit of Happiness. And then, oh, you scared everyone when didn't when they answered the door for sure. Oh, for God. sure. Wait, nightmare. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm selling vitamins. Yeah, nightmare. I'm selling vitamins. I swear to God. Nightmare, nightmare. Did you sell any vitamins? Uh, not really. Of course not. Not really. No, no one's trying to buy vitamins from no. my big from door ass. to door. No, you're yeah. too big. Some dudes be like, "What? Who the fuck is my door?" You got Debo or Winstrol? What the fuck you doing? Man? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have the real stuff, man. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, bro. So I, I was selling those supplements, and then uh, I was also training. Um, you know, doing jujitsu. And some boxing, and then uh, a lot of the guys I was training with were UFC fighters, like mm. really well-known UFC fighters. And um, I, I was just training with them. And then uh, one of the main guys was Shane Carwin, mm. who's a heavyweight uh, UFC world champion. Yep. At the time, he only had four fights. Yeah, I, I remember him when he fought uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar, yeah. Gabriel Gonzaga, Frank Mayer. He took yeah. the belt from Frank Mayer. Big giant hands. Monster. So um, I was the only other big guy in the gym, so he was my main training partner. Oof. Nightmare. And then- he, they they sized you up with him. We're the because in gyms it's to, for heavyweights. There's not a lot of big guys to spar with. So yeah. me and him were the biggest guys. So they just linked us together. So we became great friends. And then Golden Gloves uh, boxing term was coming around. Was De La like, Hoya came in. I wish. I wish. And, really? Yeah. And but Golden Gloves saw you. Well, Golden Gloves is the the national tournament. I'm an idiot. You're I'm good. sorry. I thought you meant De La Hoya's Golden Gloves. Go- Golden, Golden Boy. Boy. Golden Boy. I'm an idiot. That's right. Golden Boy. You, you're talking about Golden Glove. Yeah, the national competition. The national competition. Okay. So that was coming around Denver, and I was boxing a lot with Shane and some other guys in the gym. And Shane goes, what are you doing next weekend? I was like, probably bullshitting. I don't chasing girls. He's like, Selling vitamins. <laughs> trying to I got supplements. Why you need vitamins? Yeah. Uh, so um, he's like, oh, I signed you up for Golden Gloves. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that shit. He's like, well, you're signed up, man. And signed me up in like the advanced class, which I had no fight, so it was a bad idea. And uh, did that, won the Golden Gloves. No, you did it. Won that, and then uh, the next week he's like, dude, you have a jiu-jitsu competition this week. Wait, Shane's doing all this? Shane's doing all this. He's pushing me. He's like my big brother. He's like, well, you have jiu-jitsu. So I do that. I win that. And then what? <laughs> and I start. This is. I, are you being serious? This is yeah. shit you didn't even want to be in, and you're not, winning them. Not really. I was winning, and I, was, I, I just want to tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's punching someone with a <laughs> left hook. I swear to God, bro. I'm sorry. I just want to tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell my eye that so asshole. Right. I swear to God, I didn't even sign off. I swear, man. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> While he's got someone in an arm bar, listen. Dude. I self vitamins, right? You think that's a funny premise? <laughs> running jokes. <laughs> He's running jokes on the mat. That's hysterical, man. And you win both of those. I win those, and then uh, I had my first MMA fight in Denver, Colorado. I won in 30 seconds, and then it was off to the races. What? Yeah, 30 beat the shit out of some fat guy. It's not that impressive. 
What? But, but I, remember my, I remember my mom saying, Put me in with the fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still selling vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom came and you, you know, I knocked the guy out in 36 seconds. I, I see my mom. I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy, right? And she goes, yeah. how many more you got tonight? I'm like, nope. Well, no, that's it. She goes, I drove all the way here for that. I'm like, yeah, that's good. She's like, oh, fuck this. And I don't think she ever came to another one. Really? Yeah, she was like, I'm all set on this bullshit. Yeah. No way, man. Yeah. So, so she could only watch it once. She watched it once, and it was like a big house for and she had nerves, and I beat the guy so easily. She's like, oh, it's a waste of time. So then- Wait, wait, wait. She, she didn't want to come again because it was a waste of time, or she didn't like going there because of the environment, and she didn't want to see her little boy? I'd probably say both. Yeah. It's hassle to go there. Well, I played in I, I bet you the anxiety killed her. I played in hundreds of football games. She came to maybe four. Wow. My dad never missed one. You're dead. Of course not. We played University of Miami, Oklahoma, Texas. He went to all he of them. He flew to all of them. Him and my brother both. Oh, that's wow. so cool, man. Cool. But your mom was like, ah, I'm making casserole on Thursday. They were divorced. She was just like, nah, it's not that big of a deal what you're doing. Ah. Do you, okay, I'm just going to ask a personal question. Bring it. Do you hate her for it? Not hate her in like, like I hate my mom, but just like, God damn, mom, really? That's a, that's a moment in my life, and you couldn't share that with your son? I mean, now, now I'm getting older and I have a son. I look back on things like so I shot, and I don't mean to fast forward, but just to reference here with the parents. So I shot my first comedy special for Showtime two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't come. And I call him. He goes, how'd your speech go? I'm like, <laughs> what? Dad, it's not a speech. Yeah, like, it's uh, a routine. I, I, well, I'm telling jokes. Yeah, I, all right. So, And then I think about my son, who's he's going to be three in two weeks. I'm like, I, I don't miss anything, man. Okay, hold on. Did your dad say that because he wanted you to be a football player or in sports, and he's not happy with the stand-up? Is that is that what that was? Is that like I'm a little sure. dig? I, maybe, I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe he doesn't understand. I'm not sure. You know, I think, think, I think did, he's coming around because, like, because uh, I'm moving. So he was over last night, and we were watching Netflix and we were watching uh, comedy. We're um, we watched yours. We watched uh, Jerry Seinfeld's. We watched Ray Romano's new one. And a lot of the guys, my dad goes, oh, I love him. I go, I, I actually, I perform with him, Dad, at the comedy store. He went on before me last week. He goes, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he went on before get me. It. He's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went after him, Dad. Yeah, I also shot one of these things. They're called a special. I know. They give 10 a year at Showtime, and they gave me one, Dad. Okay. And he's like, really? That's cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. It just sounds like it's a difference in perspective. Like your mom just yeah. had this completely different perspective. Yeah, because I was going for your like, mom, you know what I mean, for this kind of a response. But now it's now it's turned to your dad. I know. But I mean, it's, it's like one on one side he was in this violent sport of football, and then he's in a violent sport of of, of fighting. Uh huh. And then maybe mom just didn't. She just didn't get yeah. in, get into that at all. And then dad just has a completely different perspective. Of, but what's interesting is if you're if whether you like sports or comedy, maybe you don't, but. You can see the benefits of comedy and podcasting is brought to my life. Yes, like, just bought a new house, and they see what you know the the things. Dude, you have the like the most successful podcast out there. The it's Fighter a good of the one. Kid is amazing. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, you guys are selling out. Just your live pods alone are crazy. We don't do the live pods anymore. Um, you guys were crushing. We, uh, you know, so yeah. We we don't really do them anymore. That's cool. No, yeah. Brian has his thing. I have my thing. But, I got you. Know, you. Yeah. But that, but the pot is just unbelievable, man. That's yeah, what good. everyone talks about. They still reference me when I did yours. Yeah, they loved you on that. You got to come back up. I would love it, dude. I told I Brian so yesterday fun. I was coming to do this. He's like, when the fuck's coming on ours? Oh, I'm like, I'm sure man. he's down. We got to do it. Yeah. 
I love it. Because when last time you came on, you didn't have a podcast. No. So now you come on, they're all going to jump on this one. Let's go. Let's but I want to stick back into this frame. I know it. we're supposed to be doing comedy or being fun, but I think this no, is a, a beautiful uh, story because uh, the one where you you know your mom didn't really support the the whole sports thing, and then you you start doing stand up. Is she one hundred percent supportive of that at least, or no? Is it still the same? Uh, I I don't I don't think they realize how tough it is or how fast my success, if you want to call it, how fast it's coming. How it's not normal what mm. I'm what I'm doing. So like they she went uh, saw me at the Laugh Factory and uh, I think John Lovitz was at the same time who we Saturday Night Live was like church in my household. So we yeah. grew up loving Saturday Night Live. She saw John Lovitz and he I think he was on the same uh, bill as me. Any. Facet, he was there. Yeah, she saw him, and we get done first time she's doing a stand up. I'm like, Mom, what'd you think? She's like, John, Have you seen John Lovitz? I'm like, No, I saw him. Yeah, I see him all the time. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> fucking see fucking John Lovitz. See John. He's 80. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> just kidding, Brendan. I just met your mom. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She loved me. Yeah, me. <laughs> Sorry, she didn't see your act. She yeah. was too busy talking to me. Yeah, he's a legend. I get it. I used to open for him. Oh, really? Oh, for a year he took me on the road. Brett, he would take me, like, there's a, a story that I always tell everybody. It's when uh, uh, Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band. Okay. Well, yeah, Casey, yeah. the lead. Uh, he sends his assistant to come up to John and go, hey, look, Casey is a big fan. He wants to say hi. Is it okay if he comes over and says hi? He's like, of course. Tell Casey to come over. And he walks over <laughs> and Casey's like, hey, John, I, you know, I love your work. And he goes, oh, thank you, Casey. <laughs> this is Joe. This is Joe Coy. He does a great impersonation of me. Do it, Joe. Do it. What do you want me to say, John? Exactly. That was perfect. It's a true story. He's a legend, man. Yeah. I, but I, I think, but I like, get, those Saturday Night Live guys like John Lovitz, uh, Rob Schneider, oh, yeah. uh, Dana Carvey, yeah. uh, David Spade. When I see them now, I think for a lot of comics who look up to athletes or like when an athlete walks in the room, I see Brian get a hard on. That's how I am for comics Saturday Night Live guys. Oh, I'm the That's same way. I'm the same way, man. I remember when I was doing a show with John and uh, it was at the Cobbs Comedy Club. This is like, oh, my God. This is like 14 years ago. And uh, – Dana Carvey comes to the green room. And I literally was just like, um, uh, oh, dude. I just want to thank you for everything you've done for comedy. <laughs> I was getting choked up. And then Dana's like, are you crying? And I'm like, oh, just a little. <laughs> and then John goes, you never cried for me. <laughs> and I've done more for TV than yeah. him. <laughs> but it's crazy how that's our parents, man. My mom did the same thing when I got the Tonight Show. And I remember calling my mom right after New Faces. And uh, Ross and Bob walk up to me and they go, "Hey, we're going to give you a spot on the on the Tonight Show." At New Faces is this uh, like showcase that happens at Just for Laughs once a year for uh, new comics, and and I did that, and uh, they gave me the Tonight Show, and I remember calling my mom and and like literally. Like, I go, Mom, I got the Tonight Show. Oh, that's great. You know, your auntie is having a birthday this Saturday. And it just, like, Dude. walked on it. Like, it, had no uh, idea what that meant to me. it's crushing. It is but, crushing. But the, you know, I think if they were in entertainment or they walked one day in their shoes, they'd realize it. But to them, it's just like, yeah, of course you're doing that. Yeah. Maybe it's like, yeah, cool, man. They, but they didn't they get it. They have no idea. They have no idea that I was the World Series for me. I think they would. Uh, I don't know. But don't you know, know what's what... crazy is my mom supported my comedy career. And then when I got the Tonight Show and, and, you know, I had a kid, it was like, okay, enough with the comedy. You have a son. Yeah. Take care of your son. 
And then, you know, when she responded like that for The Tonight Show, I immediately called my dad because I called my mom, then I called my dad, and then I called my sisters. And then I called my dad, and my dad was like, oh, my God, I want to go. Like, it was a completely different response. And I was like, holy shit. So he's the one I brought to The Tonight Show. For sure. I took my dad. And then, you know, years later, my mom's like, why didn't you take me to the taping for the Tonight Show? I'm like, because your fucking response sucked. Yeah, you dropped the ball. You dropped the ball. Yeah, you dropped the ball, mom. You fumbled at the one. Can't come anymore. And then you dance like you made the touchdown. Correct. You can't do that. Dancing later. Yeah, dance later. Score the touchdown, then dance. My brother's the one I call. Whenever something good, yeah. He's my tour manager, so... Uh, I'm sure you. What's his up, name? Jay Shab. Jay Shab. He's oh, my tour, so he's, he's got a better name than you. Way better. Way, way fucking better, bro. <laughs> he's way smarter. I don't want to say anything. He's I know you're the successful too. one. You employ him. <laughs> fucking kills you on the name game, I man. Jay Shab kills it. Jay Shab, bro. I know, dude. It's can, so much for the better. rest of his life, he can go. That's like saying Jordan. I know it's good. It's a one namer. I know. And I get this. What's your name? Jay Shab. What? I know. What's, what's your brother's name? Brendan Schaub. Brandon? No, Brendan. <laughs> Brandon? No, Brendan Schaub. Schwab? No. no. Fuck. It's too it's long. It's Brand, Brandon. Now you got me saying it wrong. <laughs> you got me saying it wrong. My, my brother's brother. name is Brendan Schaub. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Schaub. He's got you, bro. Legit, yeah. He's a good guy. Smart kid. Yeah, yeah, really good. He do, he's a computer uh, programmer, software programmer, so Aww. smart guy. That's so dope. He runs all my stuff. Anyone that programs computers are touched by aliens. I just want you to know your brother is part alien. Yeah, he's at a different level than than I am. Oh, way different. There's it's like Chase. We talk about this all the time. They they read the Matrix. Mm -hmm. We don't see the world differently. You see the world differently. Sure, you see that. You know, you know. I bet you when he looks at you, you're just a bunch of green letters and numbers. For sure. (laughs) 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 Hey, Brendan, where are you going this week? (laughs) That's what he reads. That's what he. Well, yeah, mom is kind of a shithead. <laughs> yeah, dad, dad is a dick. You're right. <laughs> yeah, really? Those jackets are three fifty, huh? <laughs> he's also um, he's also the guy who fact checks everything, so he knows everything. Oh, everything. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a nine nine seven Porsche. I'm like, that's actually a nine nine seven one, Brendan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's he's, he's a fact, just, he's just, he's just asshole. That smart, you yeah. Know? He was Google before Google. Yeah. yeah, he's so smart. You just take his word for it. You're not. Let me Google that. I think oh, you're nah, wrong. No, no, no. Argu- arguments nope. are terrible with don't, him. Don't. <laughs> don't ever Google it. Nah. Yeah. Jay Shab knows. <laughs> yeah. What you don't know, Jay Shab knows. Yeah. That's his commercial. He's the one who should have been the fighter, though, because he was. What? Yeah, he had to go to anger management. He got in fights all the time. Did he grades. win his fights though? All the time. The all the really. Time. He, he was the one everyone in the neighborhood was scared of. Not me. If you mess with me, you knew he was coming. Really? Yeah, he was. He's the Jay, no. Jay Shab. Why not? Jay Shab. Jay Shab thinks Jay two Shab. steps ahead, bro. Yeah. That's a Shab. chess man. Jay Shab sure. always says his name when he walks into the room. <laughs> Jay Shab's here. Jay Shab. <laughs> but even he's thirty six now, and even yeah. his 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 demeanor's come down a little. But there's still a little bit of that Aurora street in him where we were where we were born. Wow. Because I, well, I was on the phone with him talking business. We we're talking about. Yeah, I have a show in Miami. We we're talking about the logistics, and he goes, "Hold on a second. God." Damn it! And he starts freaking out. I'm like, what are you doing? And some guy didn't put on his blinker turning. And he's like, they're in this engagement where they're going to fight each other. I'm like, dude, you're 36 years old. What are you doing? Yeah, man. You don't need need a blinker at 36. No. It's done. It's all good. I was was telling 
Dre, remember I told you? Like, I used to be that guy. I was the hot-tempered yeah, guy. Yeah. Really? I'd get mad. Oh, I'd yell at everybody. If you cut me off, if, if you tried to come in my lane, I'd speed up. I was that asshole. Mm. And now, you know what I mean? I'm, I got a kid. I'm 40s. I'm in my 40s. Now, when you cut me off, I go like this. Hey, maybe you got to go somewhere. <laughs> That's hey, exactly hey, right. my bad. I'll, I'll slow down. Yeah. You're more of a rush than yeah, I am. You're, yeah, yeah. You, hey, obviously, you need to get somewhere. <laughs> I think kids. I think kids give you that perspective, though. Yeah, like there's certain things where, like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty mild mannered now. Yeah, were you a hot tempered guy? Never, never. I didn't grow up fighting. I my, don't my understand this. I don't understand this. Your dad, your brother's the fighter. Yes. Uh, you're the one that won all the goddamn tournaments, but you didn't. I, you I wanted to athlete. tell jokes. I was the athlete. Yeah. Oh, your brother wasn't an athlete. No. But the, here's the problem. I wanted to tell jokes. I want to be on Saturday Night Live. But it was a blessing and curse because I was the athletic one. Yeah. So my dad is, ba- you know, he's like, whoa, whoa, quit being a jackass. Here's yeah. a football. Go, go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do something it's with you. I'm gonna, I want to I want to live out a dream with you. You ready? Sure. Um, do we keep our clothes on? No, we keep our clothes on for sure. Oh, my God, for I sure. I don't know. Yeah. You know, don't, know I don't know how, I don't know how you wrestle. Yeah. I don't know how you wrestle. wrestle. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. the oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've so, always wanted to do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been waiting for you to come. Hey, There's mats down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is your Saturday Night Live turnaround. Okay, you remember you remember when they introduced the cast members? They, they were all they all had their backs turned. Yeah, and then it was like David Spade. He had like a newspaper. Very, and they're in New York. Yeah, they're it's in like New York. And white, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is Brendan. Brendan Shaw. You ready? So I'm turning around. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be at a coffee shop. You ready? Yeah. S- starring Brendan Shaw. I love it. <laughs> Give it to the camera. Give it to the camera. You ready? Turn around. Turn around. You ready? Starring Brendan Schaub. Hey. <laughs> I'm a lot. One more time to this, Carrie. Ready? Starring Brendan Schaub. Hey. I'd watch that. I'd fucking watch it. Go away. Legit. Go away. Just happy to be here. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. He turned around and, like, and did a go away. Like, yeah. Come, Come on. on. I'm trying to drink coffee Come over on. here. <laughs> I'm trying to drink Brandon's it's coffee too much. over here. It's too much. Come on. Man. I want to be a wrestler. <laughs> Come on. I'll tell jokes, but I'll knock your block off at the same time. <laughs> the fighter and the kid. Miami Improv, March 15th and the 16th. I'm pretty sure the shows are probably close to sold out already. Miami Improv. Wait a minute. What? Is it new? It's a new joint, I think, yeah, because I was talking to Theo Vaughn, and uh, I went, hey, have you ever done Miami Improv? He's like, I, I, you're the you're the first one out there. Yeah, you're the first, bro. kind of going out there. Legendary room, by the way, the Miami Improv, and it's gone. But have you ever played the old Miami Improv? No. Oh, man. I hate to be that comic that, that does that to you. No, I love hearing it. it that was that legendary room, bro. Really? And I hope they mimic it or something, but that's literally... You know, backstage, you walked out onto a porch. It was oh, like yeah, it had a door, cool. and then you walked out on like a porch, and that's what you performed on. That's cool. And it, and the room obviously was something else before they bought it, and there was it split into a V. So it literally was like front row, and then split onto a V, and then most of the crowd was to your left, and then some crowd was to your right, and then people were sitting behind the booth. It was it was a legendary club, man. Awesome. It's sad to see that go, but man, I'm glad it's back. The Miami Improv. So please, the people. Hyped, they love to laugh in Miami, man. Yeah, they love to laugh in Miami. Some, oh my god, man. Uh, the March 15th and the 16th, just go to uh, can they go to tfatk.com uh, yep. for it? tfatk.com, dude. I love that, man. tfatk. 
uh, com uh, for tickets. And then, of course, follow Brendan Schaub on, uh, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. And that's exactly how you spell it. Brendan Schaub, S C H A U B. Enough of that shit. Uh, so you're. Oh, at- I thought it was over. I was like, "That's it." No, <laughs> well, no. I'm just telling my story. I just want to. No, I and didn't then, plug my yeah, coffee. Yeah, my, no, and my dad was like, "How's your speech?" And I cried. Well, that's All right, my time. yeah, tfatk.com. You'll be at the Miami Improv. You want to hear more boring stories like that? Some deer, some tear jerkers from TED Talk over here. You want to hear a TED Talk? Um, yo, all right. MMA record was ten wins. When when you say MMA record, was that all like sanctioned fights under like the UFC umbrella, or were you like like how do you You're how do you record like that? Lionheart or some shit? Was no, I just don't, garages. No, because there are like I don't understand how you get your MMA record. Like when I see when I went to like I went to the last fight with uh you know uh, TJ TJ and you know they say the record, but I I never understood that because I was like okay I only saw TJ in four UFC fights. So where because, do you establish that record? So the the record comes from so if the, wherever you guys got that Wikipedia or something so. There's, oh, I'm sorry. So, it, well, it doesn't matter. That that that's fine. But the way it works. So, if there's if TJ has ten UFC fights, yes. he had fifteen outside of the UFC, and they'll, so they'll, those count. Those okay. are all professional. Battles. But how are those sanctioned? How how is what that? They're still they're still professional. But oh, are they still UFC though? No. So so the way it works. So UFC is the organization. Mm-hmm. Mixed martial arts is the sport. Yeah. So if I fight in Bellator, I'm still fighting mixed martial arts. Ah. That's still. So if I'm two and zero in Bellator and I go over to the UFC and I win four fights, I'm six and they'll take they, it. It's all under the same. Yeah, umbrella. it's like college credit. You know what I mean? Kind you go to you go to community college. <laughs> it transfers. It's yeah, it transfers. It transfers. It's it's transfers sort of, you take, like that. Yeah, I took algebra one hundred and one. It still moved over I, I, at Clark County Community College. You'll lose some credits, though. I lost two. Lose I some. lost two credits. <laughs> Me too. You are right. I've, I've you lost are right. Some. I lost some. Yeah. Where you they don't right. take them? Like, they don't, the I go, what the fuck? Is it? It's speech. Yeah. What do you teach me? It's speech 101. You don't take it? Sorry, it's different here. We do. We use a different uh, book. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. fuck yourself. But here's, here's where it gets tricky because I, I was on the Ultimate Fighter, and I won three fights on there. I, I, I knocked out two guys, choked out one. They didn't count those. What? It's very strange. And that was televised. That was televised. And I got paid for it. Wow. And the other ones you didn't or what? The other ones I got paid, but they weren't as high profile. Well, they were high profile, but the the ultimate fighter, especially at the time, the season I was on was the biggest season of all time. Yeah. Those fights, they don't don't add those to my record. So how is Are those just not sanctioned fights then? They're still – it's so weird. They're still sanctioned, but because they're only two rounds – the commission, the UFC, the way they can do it on TV, so the results don't get announced to the public, they keep them uh, off offline, so mm-hmm. they don't go on your record. It's shady shit. Oh, but is it? if you ask those three dudes, the one who got two of them got, got knocked out, <laughs> yeah. choked out, like no, that shit was real. That's <laughs> that shit I was there that was a, uh, when I woke victory. up. I found out I lost. Yeah. No man, millions of people saw me get knocked out. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It, it was real. If you ask them, they think my trachea says it was a victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite punch? Is it a left or a right? Now none of them, none of the above. Wow. But, if, but if I had to pick, I still I still hit mitts, and obviously I'm still in the sport, you know, with with Showtime, what I, the show I do for them. But uh, and I enjoy the sport; I don't miss them. But as far as like, you enjoy I, watching it, I enjoy watching it. I I, I love. I don't miss anything, whether it's Bellator, UFC, Glory, uh, boxing. I, I watch all of it, but you just um, don't enjoy doing it. I'm I'm so far removed from it. Yeah, I'm so far removed for it, and. Uh, 
and you can attest this more than anyone, you know how hard comedy is? Ugh. That takes all my energy. Yeah. And, yeah. and the comedy podcast and the doing stand-up, all yeah. that takes my energy. So I, I try with, to- with MMA, it's like – and there will be some guys who would talk shit about me or something still, and I'm just like, cool, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm over here, dude. I yeah. get it. I yeah. get it, man, but I'm over here. Yeah. yeah. Why can't you change worlds? I don't understand people don't get mad at you for changing your world. Everyone's in charge of their own universe. You yeah. want to go you, – you, uh, that was your universe that you lived in for years. And you know what? Now you're in a different galaxy, man. Yeah. And it's even harder. You know what I mean? Correct. Life is about challenges. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can fight all day. I, I, I would never fight. And to walk into a ring knowing that the other man is getting paid to knock your fucking head off, mm-hmm. <laughs> that takes a different kind of dude, yeah. different kind of man. There's, sure. Like I said earlier, there's, there's masters that teach at dojos all day, but they probably won't ever get into a UFC ring. They no. just probably won't yeah. because it's a different man. There's, there's also comics who do the same Am I material. right for saying that? 100%. But to, and to relate to comedy, there's comics who have the same material for the last 15 years. Yeah. You don't see them shoot specials. You don't see them switch up the material. Yeah. And they have their 20 minutes that kills, but they never get out of their comfort zone or they never put it all in the line. Yeah, man. They, it's the same way with every aspect. It's just a different mind state. Yeah. yeah. You, you, but y'all, and I would tell you this. The thing I think that it shouldn't, but it's my own insecurities when someone goes, uh, oh, he's, he does well in comedy because he has a, a athlete's work ethic. That doesn't work, man, because you have an athlete's work ethic. Mm-hmm. What is an athlete's work? Work ethic is work ethic. Whether yeah, it's true. in comedy, whether it's your trash man, whether it's the guy at Apple, everyone works hard yeah. in that aspect. It's yeah. not an athlete's mentality. No. It's a it's just a work yeah. mentality. You have yes. the same mentality. Yes. So when they go, that's ah, because you know, when you get the athlete to come over to comedy, no, no, no. It's it's me. It's not the athlete. Exactly. So, yeah. There's been many athletes who have tried this, and many were trying now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, that, it doesn't work like that. I also want people to understand comedy. Comedy isn't something you just go to school for. It's got. It's like 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 Brendan said. He was in love with stand up before he was in love with sports. Like in his family, all he watched was Saturday Night Live. Like like your mentors were living on TV. Like right. you got into sports and you love sports. Don't get me wrong, but inside the man, you also had a passion for stand up. You're born with it. Look, man, you know, I hate it. And you know this, too. You'll see a lot of people that are coming into our world that are just doing it for one specific thing. You and know I, what I mean? And, I, and I, I will be the first to say this. I judge the shit out of them. Yeah. And it's coming from me. <laughs> yeah. But right. I, but you can see it. Yeah. You can see it. Like, you can oh, see dude, it. He's doing a cash grab. Yes. yes. And then I watch the act. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You, what are you, reading the lines? Yeah. Are you reading the lines? Yeah. Are you reading stuff between the parentheses? <laughs> Does it say, take sip here, motherfucker? <laughs> like, yo, this is a natural God-given talent, man, and only and a lot of people have it, and only a few uh, try and go and conquer it, mm. right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of funny motherfuckers in the office, but it takes another dude to be like, yo, let me try this shit on stage. Just like fighters, man. There's a lot of people that know how to fight, but not everyone's going to step into that ring because no. it takes another motherfucker. Yeah. And, and, and that's the same thing with stand-up. For sure. Not everyone's going to walk in that club and be like, yo, can I try five minutes? Hell, you know how hard that is? Just me saying that right now is hard. Can I do five minutes? I had to work on my fucking uh, cordon set. I haven't done a TV set in fucking 10 years, but I wanted to do it. And then I went around town with Chase. I never played a fucking weed house before. On James, James Corden? Yeah, I did James Corden, and I had to work my five out, and I was sure. just—I was putting myself in the trenches. I was like Karate Kid in this motherfucker. Yeah, I, was, every, I went to every mic. I went to a open. goddamn open. I went to a, a weed shop and and did my five. I, I was sticking to my five, and I went to a you know I, the front bar at the Improv. Yeah. I went up at the Ha Ha. Like yeah. I would just 
work on like that craft that's good because I love it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And that's my ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you will never take that away from me. Like I, I love stand up and and that's cool, man. That's your fucking world, Brendan. I fucking hate people that judge people from fucking following their passion. Go fuck yourself. You That's from my heart. I, I don't get too much of it though. Like I always, I was always. Uh, if you would have came to the comedy store like two years ago, especially when I two and a half years ago when I first started going there, I was. And Brian Count always pointed it out. I'd always be in the corner with my head down. Yeah. And I'd dress all frumpy and I'd, yeah, because I, w- I was so worried about the comics like calling me out or something like that. Yeah. But it's never. It, it was my own insecurities. They've yeah. Been, everyone's been great, man. Oh, great, that's fucking cool. Great. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's maybe a few, but the the majority, especially the guys who are no, so I'm not much even talking. More than me, Brendan, so in great. no way am I talking about the comedy world. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm talking about fucking people oh, that general? are your fighter. No, like your fighter days. Oh, like God. people fu- seeing you do this transition, and then they call you out on it. Like, oh, you just do a comedy because you pussy. You yeah. just want to do fighting anymore. <laughs> yeah, say pussy to his face. Well, please don't. But <laughs> okay, don't, <laughs> don't, because his hands are legally registered. Please don't. Look. That's another thing I wanted to ask you. I'm sorry I get passionate and I no, start I yelling it. and screaming. It, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I love you're you're naturally talented. It's obvious. You're very funny and you. and you deserve to be on stage. And Thanks, everything man. that you do, uh, you go 110. percent Obviously, your merch is better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this shit since 1989, and I just got hoodies. This motherfucker. Two years ago, I was at the comedy store. Now I got nylon baseball jackets, <laughs> sponsored by the Roots. <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, um, uh, what was I going to say? I just got lost, man, real, real quick. What was I going to say? Does anyone know what I was about to say? I have say? no idea what you were about to say. What was I about to say? Ah, we're talking about good. fighting. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Uh, and this is just a stupid question. This is something I've been wanting to ask for a long time, but I know this is true because I've met a fighter. Uh, I knew a fighter that got into a fight, and he went to jail for a long time because his hands are weapons. Not true. And that's what they said to me. That's a myth. Really? Uh, yeah, I think what's going to happen. He was hap- a UFC fighter, though. Was he, he was no, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to say his name for legal reasons, but I'll tell you off. Yeah, please do. But he he literally he fought Sakuraba. He fought he fought a lot of cats. You know what I mean? So, I bet I can name it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's not your, your hands. You do know yeah, your, your hands are lethal weapons, <laughs> but you'll get screwed by the by the judge if he knows your capabilities. So okay, you're getting a harsher uh, kind of sentence. Because that's what happens. He to knows him. that that's what you do for a living, but they're they're not legally. They're, they're not going to hold that against well, you. Well, then right? I apologize to everybody out there because I was given wrong information. He told me that he was supposed to register his hands. That's hilarious. Hela- <laughs> hey man, and you know what? That works on probably the girls at the bar, but anyone. Legit, who knows what they're talking about? We get the fuck out. Hey, man, like I said, I don't know anything about fighting, but you, but, you know, know what? You most, got a guy that I see on TV. That. I'm like, really? Most people think that, though. <laughs> yeah, most, yeah uh, most I would think, think it. Like, like, dude, you can never get into a street fight. You can't. Uh, nor would I. Ever. Wow, you really hate the fight game. Well, I, not I, that you I, hate. I'm not aggressive. Per- I'm not an aggressive person, man, at all. At that's all, so, not in the least bit. Yeah, that's I, was, what I was gonna say. Like, what, I was terrified to fight. Terrified. So every time you fought, like, like you weren't. Like you didn't, you didn't go from the, you didn't channel your anger to fight. You no, were just like no on a t- purely technical, like oh, it was a, it was a, a purely team. competition. Like, yeah. all right, I just got to beat this guy. I don't want to hurt him. Let's just get in. Get what? Out. Yeah. Wow. So it was technical and adrenaline. But it, it, but, adren- but you never fight. went in like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Never, went deep or nasty never, on it. Never, never, never. I was the guy after a fight. Go back to their locker room. Like, dude, you all right, man? And if wow. I beat him, like they'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm, like, I'm just, I'm just checking. <laughs> I hope you're all right, man. I know. 
By the way, I got some vitamins if you want to buy some. By the way, I'll give you 50% off the vitamins. 50% off. I, I, I got vitamin D. I also got fish oil. It works. <laughs> Aloe's really good, too. Use aloe on your skin. Motherfucker. Yeah, really? Like, yeah, always. This always. is so crazy, and, man. And then I, I knew I knew my last fight, I knew it was time to get out because um, I just I was at a point where I didn't want to do it anymore. Like we tra- we did this huge training camp yeah. and I put everything into it. I brought in the world class partners. I had the best coaches, everything. And the night of the fight, I remember waking up in the morning and be like, I do not want to do this, man. This Wait, isn't what do, I want to do. The night before the fight? The night, the day of the fight. I day woke of the up, fight. And yeah. you said, I don't want to do like, this. I was like, God, I don't want to do this, man. Wow. I do not want to do this. Wow. And then at the, finding the kid was going then. And it was it was going well, but I wasn't, you know, it was going well. It's not what it is now, but it was going well. And um, Did you lose that fight? I lost that fight, but I remember in the locker room before I told my coach, "I'm like this is the last one." Wow! Like, and they, but I've said that kind of before, but not to this extent. Yeah, I think they thought, "All right, let's just get him out there; he's gonna be fine." But I was so kind of set on that that this is the last one. Good for you, bro. I guess. Yeah. No, not I guess. And then, man. Pe- then I remember fans were like, "Yeah, they stopped that fight early." I'm like, "Thank God they did." <laughs> what the? No, no, they didn't. They, I wish they would wow, stop it early, bro. Yeah. That's wow. crazy because you're. You're a champ, bro. This is crazy to hear this. But, That's I the mean, gut, man. That's what we talk about. The it's gut. like, But it's also Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps said, dude, mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of looking at that little white uh, wall with the X on it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it again. My, That's my, when he retired. He was like, I'm done. Yeah. I wasn't. My thing is I wasn't sick of fighting, and, I, and, and the goal was to become a world champion. It was just that... That I knew that wasn't my lane. Like this isn't. This can't be it for me, man. Yeah. There's no way this is my life. Yeah. Like I, I remember I beat Mirko Krokop, who was is one of the great. Oh, Krokop. Krokop. Amazing, a legendary bro. Legendary fighter. Checkerboard shorts, bro. Yeah. Um, he was creation, nuts. Yeah. Hit you with that left, boy. Not, his left leg. Yeah. Uh, so Legs look like tree trunks, bro. Monster. It, he knocked out everybody, and when you thought he was down, you also lost. He's still. He's actually <laughs> fighting this uh, Saturday. I'm yeah. That, yo, Cro- he's, he's still doing it. Those are. That's a legend. If you say you beat Crocop, so I, I knocked him out. I got knocked out of the night, but I remember I knocked him. Wait out. a minute, I remember that fight. Yeah, it was the night John Jones won his first. I UFC title. watched that fight. He beat hey, Shogun. Hey, I would have hugged you. All right. <laughs> I love, dude. I love it. People don't understand this, man. I I was watching UFC before. Uh, hold on, this is about you, but I'm just saying, like, I'm such a fan of the sport. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, I went to, I watched, I watched Hoist fight. Uh, uh, God, when he fought uh, Shamrock. No, uh, uh, the Matt Hughes. For, Matt Hughes. When he fought Matt Hughes, and he came out, came in without his gi. Yep. I saw, I, I saw all those cats fight, man. Uh, man, I, I can't go back. I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling on I shit because been a fan for a while. I mean, yeah, because I'm excited that I remember that fight. I didn't remember. I didn't know that was you. So that that fight's interesting because, because they marketed it as Crow Cop coming to the oh, UFC. Sure. Yeah, and he he was he was a big name. Yes, bro, he was a big name at Pride. Yeah. and and they brought him over because they were always disputing between UFC fighters and Pride fighters. Have you ever seen and that? And they brought Crow Cop. Yes, you fucking knocked his block off, bro. Brutal. So and, and they and they were, everyone was like, "Yo, see, we told you UFC." So then I get back in the locker room. It's supposed to be the biggest win of my life biggest high and uh, like my nose is shattered I'm, my face all beat up he's obviously super fucked up we're both sitting back and stitched up and they're they're fixing us and i just look over and i'm like dude is th- there has to be more than this man oh, this can't man. be it i'm looking i'm like dude what are we doing and he looks at me as wait you said that to him yeah i go dude what are we doing what are we doing and I, i'm like mad because he's hurt he, he was a guy i looked up to i'm super fucked up my face is swollen shut like i was stung by bees and it's just a horrible situation i just look at him and go dude what are we doing what the fuck are we doing i'm like mad about it yeah. passionate about it. and he looks at me and goes this is life 
And I just went, no, I went, no. And it made me more mad. You were really saying this to him? Yeah. Wow. Goes, Bro, I'm getting life. teary-eyed right yeah. now. And I wow. went, it's not, though, Mirko. This, there's no way. But he, that's what he does. And he is one of the best in the world at it. It's just, there's certain times like that in my career where it's like, it's whoever, the big man upstairs, been like, dude, this, I'm trying to fucking tell you, you just beat this legend, man. There you go. Like this, there you go. Go that way. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep doing this because I I didn't have a ton of options and I, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't think I could do comedy. I didn't, I, I was, I was the big meathead. And yeah. Wow, dude! This and then, is. And then I met Brian Callen. This is so deep. Really, I met Brian Callen, and then uh, he uh, was doing a. I was a coach on the Ultimate Fighter, and Brian knew someone of the coaches, and they brought Brian in to make the kids laugh. And Brian came in and told legit. This isn't me trying to be funny. Brian told a legit wrestling story from high school, and I didn't know who Brian was. And I went. I stopped. I went. What are you doing? He's like, excuse me. I'm like, you're gonna tell these guys a wrestling high school story the time you fucking got your nuts together and beat some high schooler. I'm like, dude, do you realize these athletes? And we kind of got into it. And then I, I was like, you're here to be funny, man. They need a break. They've been in the house for six weeks. Cause I was on the show. I knew exactly what the kids were going through and, uh, you know, kind of roast them. So we started playing back and forth and he goes, dude, uh, I have a podcast and I didn't have any friends in uh, LA. Brian gave me his number that day. I sold all my stuff in Denver, drove to LA. I told my family I'd be back. I knew I wouldn't be back. I just knew I had to get out of Denver. Yeah. So I drive to LA and I'm in Venice. And I remember I'm at my uncle's house and I have nothing. I have nothing. I'm there and I thought I made the biggest mistake. I start crying because I have no friends. I hate being alone. And so (laughs) I text Brian because I was like, I have that fucking guy's number. He lives in Santa Monica. So I text him. I'm like, hey, you around? And he texts way too fast. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. And he's like, what's up? Want to meet for coffee? I'm like, dear God, yes, I need a friend. And Brian was my first friend in L.A. and happened to be a great comic. And he goes um, – and I was even think of comedy at the time. I just thought I need a friend. Yeah. And then Brian had a podcast he was doing. This is a long time ago, man. No one's really doing podcasts. Yeah. He had a podcast with 18 listeners. And I go on there and uh, me and Brian have this weird chemistry. He goes, dude, let's meet once a week. And you and I can just talk about fighting. I went, no, I'm not talking about fighting. I'll let me do comedy and be funny. He goes, all right, you do that and I'll do my thing. And that, that was the fighting kid. And we started in his garage. Wow. That's that crazy, wow. bro. That's a fucking movie right there. Yeah. You just wrote a movie right now. That's so cool, man. And and then the stand-up happened because Brian, we're doing Finding the Kid to have some success, and we started doing the live podcast. And uh, I told Brian, I go, dude, you ever been to a live podcast? And I go, they suck, dude. It's like <laughs> people on mics, it doesn't work. It doesn't correlate. Some guys get it right now, like Dak Shepard, but it just doesn't correlate. And then uh, he goes, Brian goes, no, no, we're going to do a performance, man. We're going to be up there, and we're, I want you to just go out every night and tell a story for 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, like stand-up? He's not stand-up. Just do a story. Just You're a good storyteller. Do a story. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I started doing that, and the crowds started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then one night we're in Chicago, Vic Theater, like 1,700 people sold out. I look at Brian and go, dude, what do you think of my story? And he goes, are you talking about your bit, your stand-up? I go, no, no, no it's story. And he goes, oh, Bubba, I told you story because I didn't want you to shit your pants. You've been doing stand-up. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, bro. And we started doing that. And then uh, we were with Fox at the time, and they offered us a TV show. And uh, they wanted to be like a sports show. And I'm like, well, that's not what we do. And again, with Saturday Night Live being like my fucking – in my blood, in my yeah. soul, I was like, oh, we should do like a sketch comedy show. And Brian was about it as the mad TV background. So we hired this guy named Mitch uh, Rouse, who has a background in that. 
And Fox is like, all right, we'll fund it, but we're not going to put it on the air. I'm going to go, I don't want you to. Let us sell it to the fans. Yeah. Well, I'll give you your money back. Then whatever we make after we pay you back, we get to keep. And they're like, you know, it's especially at the time, it's like five or six years. No one does that. Yeah. And so Fox is like, okay, do that. So the three of us got together, and I remember um, Mitch and Brian go, all right, write down six ideas for an episode. Just six, and then we'll all come tomorrow. We'll meet every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, till we figure it out. So, of course, this is their background. They write it. I write mine. We come and we're sharing ideas. I remember uh, Brian and Mitch were like, dude, these are fucking good. I'm like, really? I'm like, these are really good, man. Like, we're going to use three of these. I went, no way. I was embarrassed to put the paper out. Yeah. Like, these are really good. And those were the first three episodes of no Fire Kid 3D. And then yeah. it just it just kept going. So I get my confidence from, from them, and that's what's happening. Dude, and that all wow. came from the Crow Cop fight. That's you sitting there going, "What are we fucking doing?" I think it's and that, that was and, that, and, that, and just getting, you know, and just getting, uh, just just being in the trenches and and not and realizing like, and I think having the confidence and kind of the desperation to go, "Nah, I don't want to do this anymore, man." Wow, bro, that's sick. Yeah, congratulations to you, man. Yeah, all the success. You deserve everything. Yeah, always get to know the man's story before you judge, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. It, it fucking shines a better light, doesn't it? You fucking just hear, oh, he's a UFC fighter turned comedian. I always knew you were funny. I, You know what I mean? When I met you the first time, I was like, oh, he's funny. This guy's fucking good. Naturally funny. But there's people out there that be hating on people for shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, there's no know time the for that. Life's too tough as that. Ah, life it is, is too short for that shit. Yeah. Hear the dude's story first. Right. God damn, you got me teary-eyed, man. That was a scene from... That's a fucking Oscar-winning scene. <laughs> like you just knocked one of the fucking legends out of the sport. You guys are both fucking swollen face, And you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Dude, I, Why I, are we doing this? In, in my special, no one sees that. <laughs> well, in, in my special, when it comes out, I think they're in April or May, when it comes out, my, I have a 30-minute bit at the end. It's from, from my last fight when I realized I was done. I go through the whole situation. Wait, is it the Crow Cop fight? It, no, oh, the last fight when you said that fight. you woke up. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts, man. But it's I, crazy how pe- people see you in public in one arena and they think that's you as a person. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of like try to box you into that one thing. It's, it's because pe- that's what they want. You right, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because they would never change lanes. So they, they, they want to put you in that lane. Exactly. It's like, no, that's not what I'm doing, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. Like, I'll, like if someone talks shit to me, like, that's why you got knocked out by whoever. I'm like. All right, cool, man. That was eight years ago. Dude, I sold out fucking Wilbur Theater, bro. What are you? Yeah, that was what the eight fuck years. You're talking about eight years ago? Right. You're talking about the time I was fighting? Okay. Exactly. Remember the time you eight. fell off the monkey bars in fourth grade? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? What are you talking about? The fuck are you talking? You're still harping on eight years ago? Dude, remember that time you lost that jujitsu match? I'm like, what? Dude, I got to follow fucking Bobby Lee at the comedy store. What the fuck are you? Talking about <laughs> so it's true. So There's Absolutely. people that live in the past. Well, they want to define you as that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't define anybody from the past. Look at the fucking future this guy's going towards. Are you kidding me right now? You're talking about a jujitsu fight from 1997. <laughs> he was on. How old were you in 1997? I was uh, 11. He was 11. You fucking. He doesn't even have pubic hairs yet. He doesn't even have pubes. You're talking about something that happened when he didn't even have pubic hairs. <laughs> What are we doing? What are we doing? What are you doing? 
I gotta follow Bobby Lee. What the fuck you talking about? He's about to pull his fucking pants off on stage. Flick his dick for everybody. He's about to flick his dick for five minutes, and I gotta talk about something relevant. I don't want to touch the microphone. You want me to? You want to talk about a guy I've lost to? Imagine touching a microphone that has dick juice on it. Thanks, Bobby That's Lee. That's my current problem. <laughs> Fucking Bobby Lee. I remember when uh, we were at the Laugh Factory, and uh, and I had to follow Bobby, right? And uh, he gets off stage, and the, the MC's on stage, right? And he fucking pulls his pants down, and he goes, just hug me. <laughs> just hug me, Joe. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know the stairs right there by yeah. the, right by the, sta- yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, just hug me. And I'm like, the guy's saying my name. there's nowhere to go. You're not and going around. And the guy's saying my yeah. name, Joe go He's like, way. you gotta fucking hug me. Just fucking hug me, Joe. Just I fucking hug it. me. Hug me, hug me. I love it. So I hug him, dick, all over my pants. <laughs> That's Bobby, dude. I fucking love Bobby. One of my favorite comics. He's a guy. He's guy. my Brian Callen. I told him this oh, on- Oh, really? Yes. Bobby told me years ago, man, you know, I used to do these shows. This is like 26 years ago. Yeah, like about 26 years ago. I was doing these shows and uh, 20, yeah, about 25 years ago. And I, I was doing these shows. I would rent out these uh, like like convention rooms at the, the college. You know, what I, mean? I don't know what it's called. The student union. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I would rent them out and shit. And he was one of my comics that I would Ring. Damn. Yeah, he used to wear his hair big like this. Yeah. He looked like he had Down syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And uh and bro, he was so funny, man. I loved him so much, man. And and I remember one time I brought him out and he he just looked at me, he goes, What are you doing here, bro? You need to get to LA, man. I'm moving to LA because he was living in San Diego. How long ago is this? It's about twenty five. 20, I, I can't remember. It was around 25 years ago. Bobby's so talented. Oh, he's so good. It's but he's the one that told me, move to L.A., and I didn't listen to him. I go, no, I'm good here, because I was, I was happy booking these shows and making my money, my small money. Yeah, you know what I mean? With it. I was comfortable. I didn't want to get out of my, my comfort zone. Yep. And then next thing you know, he goes, I'm moving. He goes, I'm, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving San Diego. I'm moving up to L.A. And, uh, and he moved up to L.A., and next thing you know, he was on uh, Mad, Mad TV, TV. Yeah. and it was over. Are you guys still really cool, really close? I hate him. Bobby who? You're talking about 25 years ago And you're talking about Bobby? <laughs> no, I love Bobby I'll yeah, always love great. Bobby I told him that to him, his face And you know Bobby doesn't take compliments No And I, and I told Most him to Most comics don't He does it Because you know there was this one time We were pitching a show uh, To Comedy Central and in the parking lot, we met in the parking lot, and we were going over our pitch. And then, uh, and he said something to me, and and I swear to God, it it lit a fire into my ass because the way I was responding to him, you know, about you know about he, he was telling me to stay around L.A. longer and go to more auditions and, and stuff like that. And I go, okay, I get it. And he goes, no, you don't get it. And then he really was like concerned. He goes, no, see, that's when I he goes when I talk to you, dude, you don't fucking get it because yeah. you're not fucking doing it, Joe. Yeah. You don't get it. And then he walked out of the car, and then we had to pitch the show, and then that was the last time we saw each other because oh, we didn't sell the show. And I, and I told him that when I did you know, Tiger Belly. I, I told him that. I go, bro, thank you for saying that to me because it lit a, it lit a fire into my ass because I was in such an autopilot you know, comfort zone. Yeah, you were good. Yeah, I was good. I'm making money on the road. I'm good. good yeah. And he's like, no, you're not good, bro. Yep. 
Like it, that, that's not where you're supposed to be. Like stop being comfortable. Like do this. Blah blah. blah. Listen to me. So I told him that. Anyway, I don't, I don't know why I told you that, but it was no, kind of like you shared your story, and I just wanted to tell you, like we all had that 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 moment in our career where something woke us up. You know what yeah, I mean? Some Brian like, woke you up. Brian woke me up, and then I, you know, I got in the world where where Rogan took me under his wing, and then. You know, and then Bert Kreischer starts. Oh, I love you know, Bert. Bert's the best. Bert's the best. Bert's the best. I was so nervous. I was doing uh, this is not happening in Comedy Central. Yeah, and I had a story, and uh, I, Bert just reached. I was like, "Dude, what what story are you doing?" And I told him. He's like, "Dude, come over." I'm like, "Really?" Because no one's ever no one's ever helped me with my stand up. No one's helped me write or nothing. So I was like, "Oh God, what are we gonna do?" And he was just like, "Do it for me, man." I do it for him. He's like, "I would I would cut this here. I'd make this shorter. I'd put this there." And I was like, "Why Why are you helping me?" That's because that's, that's what you do. I hate people that get to the top of the mountain and don't help. You don't fucking reach down and help motherfuckers up. There's a, I say this all the time, Chase. There's a, have you ever? He, you live in Colorado. You live in Colorado. You know how many fucking mountains in the Rockies? There's enough for every person on this planet. There's not enough people to cover the fucking Rockies. There's well, the, not. The successful people do usually help. You know the ones who are. But who doesn't? Why it. don't you? Yeah, Why don't, don't you? It doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to take your mountain, man. Yeah, Knowing it, you, we well, each a get a guys, fucking mountain. Yeah, like a lot of guys see you, whatever, selling out seven shows, and where you know, and they're like, yeah. "Motherfucking, I should be doing that." It's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, because he sent out seven doesn't mean you can't sell. Exactly. It's not taking away from you. Yeah, because Joe has a show doesn't mean you can't have. A exactly, show. you can have. It. If I can sell, it, it's thirteen, by the way. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> thirteen theaters. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, 13. in a row. Yeah, seven. That's nothing. It was. I broke a record. You said seven. Uh, 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 you said seven. I double that. Yeah, double um, but everyone can do it. You're doing it. You sold out the fucking Wilbur. You know how long well, it took me to 13, sell. But, yeah. but you sold out the Wilbur, and you're gonna. Well, you're Spre- Spreckle, the, where I shot my special was the first. That was the biggest. You shot at Spreckles? Spreckles Theater. Oh, two shows. Drop the mic. That's where In my San special, Diego. San Diego Spreckles Woo! Theater. That was a big boy room. Fuck yeah, that's a real room. That's a. I I never sold out Spreckles. Well, you could sell it. Yeah, now I can. But I mean, a little Joe, not me. Oh, you sold out twice in a night. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> you look at your agent. Can you book that? Yeah. <laughs> and we just sold seven. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, <laughs> what were you saying, <laughs> Joe? All I just remember Brendan sitting next to me. And he told me he sold that uh, uh, Spreckles, and I looked at him and I was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? There's more for me." Oh, they've. Ch- it's no longer Spreckles. It's the Joe Coy. Uh, it's Joe yeah, Coy. Thank you. Yeah, we own it now. Thank you. <laughs> Joe Coy can't play there anymore. Yeah, thank you. That's how powerful you are. <laughs> You're the shit, dude. Joe, I went to I went to Spreckles a few years ago because yeah. Adam did a show there, and yeah. and uh, they're like, oh, what do you need? Like, oh, we need a mic and a stool. Just it's real quick stand up. Like, oh, you want the Joe Coy setup? And he went on his mic. He's like, we need the Joe Coy setup. Oh wow, and that's what they called it. Are you Spreckles. kidding me? I'm not kidding. What? I, I didn't pay. That was not. A, I swear to God. I swear to God. That was said that. Then I went. didn't set that up, man. I swear to God. And Q. When he said spread now. And, and now. now. And now. And go. 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 Go now. It's a go. Copy that. Read off your paper. Copy that. Yeah, Joe Coy set up at Spreckles. That's so cool, man. DC Improv at Wa- in Washington D.C. Another legendary room. That's that's uh, that's what I love, man. That you you you. You know, you get to play these legendary rooms, uh, 
and DC Improv is one of them, Chase. Am I right or am I oh, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you pl- have, is this your, I'm pretty sure this is your second I did, uh, to what is it, the, is it the 930? What's the the, the, the club, the, not the club, the theater, the 930 room? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? In DC? You know yeah, in DC. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't play that one. Um, I played Henry more. Rollins always fucking played that. I forget really? what it's called. 930 or 630. Anyways, uh, I, anyway, I haven't done the, the DC Improv. Yeah. You're going to fall in love, bro. You're not going to want to leave D.C. It is the best room. It is it is the epitome of a classic comedy club. Am I right, Chase? Yeah. yeah it's definitely. the epitome of a classic comedy club. You know what I find interesting? I've been on tour all over, and I find it so fascinating how some rooms and cities do it right, and, and then when they don't, it is. There's really no middle. It, no, when there's they no don't middle. Do it, right? it is like, I mean, you're talking... I mean, it is tough. Yeah. Yes. Tough. 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 They're not even the same realm. No. Yeah. Nowhere near. And there's there's some that I will never go back. I'm not going to say any names. Me too. I just big. I said this talk major. He goes, "You're going to big time on that one. I have to. That one I have to. That one I have to. There's a couple cities. I'm not coming back. You know who you are. Some of them. Here's a keyword. Take the tickets at the front. I just can't do it. Here's a keyword. Cavernous. That's what it sounds like. Is that the right word? Oh, cavernous? cavernous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's amazing how some of those old theaters that are like from the 1920s or whatever, they just they the, they get the sound. Some some rooms, the sound just works. It's you know right. what I mean? And, but also the staff. The and staff. They get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the staff. staff. That's so yeah. important. Yeah. Yo, man. This is cool, man. I'm so happy you came on. Me too. This makes me so happy to see success, success stories. How is your dad now? He's good. He's out here helping me move, and uh, he, he's proud of me, man. Yeah, he's proud of me. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 I, not. He, again. I don't. Since they're not in entertainment, maybe when it, it comes out in April or May, the, when they watch it, they'll realize what's going on. But yeah. now it's just like, uh, oh, Brendan did comedy. Brendan got a special. Yeah, that's how it goes. I'm like, no, it's not how you don't that's understand, how man. It's not how it goes. And this is just I, it's hard. It's not harder, harder, Dad. It's harder. Harder. And, it is. And it's harder. And I think they'll they'll realize the magnitude of it because when I watch, so uh, Brian Cal and Joe Rogan open up for me. They're my two freaking mentors. So they open up for me, That's and dope. Rogan calls me out on stage, and I like I. I, I was like, it's just another show. I've done this set 150 times before yeah. I've done this. And I'm like, it's just another show. And I hit the stage and the crowd's up and I freaking, dude, start crying. Oh, good. Start crying. Good. So I think my dad will realize then like, oh, this was a big deal to him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, then your dad would be like, hey, that's Rogan. <laughs> hey, is that Joe no. Rogan? Oh, I, I, I like Rogan. Hey, you trying? Hey, good speech tonight that good you speech. did on cameras. <laughs> Can I get a picture with Rogan? They, when you do speeches, they put their name behind you. That's cool. That's cool. No, your dad is so fucking no, proud yeah, of you. he's great. So yeah. happy for you. Yeah, Just for like sure. the rest of the world, bro. Yeah. And you got cauliflower ears, bro. Dude, I had uh, those are fucking beautiful. So I had the, I, I, this is those ridiculous. are beautiful. Dude, this is ridiculous. Got, I wish I had it. <laughs> no, you don't. I want to walk no, into a bar with cauliflower no, ears, bro. bro. No one fucks with the guy with cauliflower ears. Chris, That's true. That's Chris, if you true. walked into a bar and the guy talking shit next to you had cauliflower ears, do you fight him? I walk away, man. Exactly, Kalen. Do you fight him? Uh, no. Uh, Dre. Nope. Dre's a big black man. Would you? No. No. Never. Chase. Nah. Nah. You grab ranch. I, I you would grab ranch. I'll, I'll, give him, I'll, I'll give him a hug, but it wouldn't be the genuine hug where the ears touch. Yeah, but yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for, for comedy and entertainment, it's, it's, it's a distraction, I feel like. like. If you know my story and you're, yeah. you're, you're, you buy a ticket to my show, you know what I look like. Yeah. But if you're just buying a ticket to the Miami Improv, you're like, yeah, let's see this comedy. You're like, dude, what the fuck? No. What's wrong with his ears? Nope. Wrong. What's wrong with his wrong. ears? Wrong. That's you talking again. Really? That's you in your head. Really? Not one motherfucker. 
Not one motherfucker that goes to the Miami Improv that has no idea who you are and then sits in the front row and looks at your ears. Is he going, this, what the fuck is this? You don't think so? You know what he's saying? <laughs> I'm not saying shit. I don't know if that's I'm not good. heckling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pay for my drinks quietly. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to the bathroom because that might interrupt his act. Yeah. That's what that guy's laughing because they're scared? I they're don't know if that's no, good. No, it's not. It's good because they're paying attention like they should. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I'm, I'm buying you. Oh, my God. I'm just going to market. Chase, I got one of your million-dollar ideas. What's up? Let's go. Fake cauliflower ears. Or you can just get the real thing. How? <laughs> you can give them How do you do you. that? Uh, you can, you, I mean, just you can damage offer, to your ear nonstop. You can just offer that as the, a service. The trauma to your ear. You could have someone do it for you. Yeah. Or just put in, like, a phone book and get pliers and crumple it up. That's oh, what poor that. Brazilian kids do. No. What? Yeah, no. Wait, what? Yeah, in Brazil, like in the favelas, because if you can do jiu-jitsu, it means you have money. It's a sign of you have money if, if you have cauliflowers. So a lot of the kids, to like for status, will take phone books and pliers and just crumple on wow. their ear until they get cauliflower. Because people are like, oh, he can't afford jiu-jitsu. That means his parents probably have money. What oh, wow. Fuck? But if you look at his feet, he has no shoes on. <laughs> like, wow, he's really taking his fighting thing seriously. Wow, no shoes? <laughs> no, wow, okay. wow. no shirt either. Wow. There's calluses on top of his foot. <laughs> he must be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. America's not the same. He's playing soccer with a coconut. He must be loaded. <laughs> wow, he's starving. Probably cutting he's star- weight. He's probably cutting weight for a fight. <laughs> Eight of his toes have no toenails. Loaded. Loaded. <laughs> you'll, love this story. With, you'll love this story. With my cauliflower, I've always been kind of self-conscious of it. And now I'm in entertainment. And I had this – I was waiting to hear back for – I shot this pilot for E. Yeah. And uh, we were waiting to hear back if it got picked up, and there's a good chance it's getting picked up, and they're going to order all this, all the shows, and I was already planning to buy this Bentley, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. And blah, blah, blah. Kidding, blah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I already spent- I walked out of the meeting going, are we signing? Because I have a deal with Bentley. <laughs> yeah. So I basically spent the money. But um, so my, my – I'll never forget this. My agent calls me. goes, okay, so I got an update from me. I go, fantastic. He goes, good and bad. Uh, bad news is they're not picking up the show. I'm like, oh, God damn. He goes, good news is, though, have you ever seen uh, Botched? I go, what? He goes, you ever seen the show Botched, the two doctors that fix people with, like, fucked up faces and <laughs> arms? I go, yeah. And he goes, they want to fix your ears for free. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I went, what? He goes, they want to do it for free. I went, Oh, uh, I'll call you back, man. I started crying in my car. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's a true story? True story. They'll do it for, they'll fix your ears and they'll put you on TV. I went, we, oh. got, we got good news and bad news, yeah, yeah. and that was the good that news? That was the good news. That's the bad news! <laughs> you fucking asshole! I don't have, that agent. I don't have that agent anymore. Yeah! I don't have that agent Fire anymore. that agent! He got fired, yeah. <laughs> God, that's a funny story. It's a bummer. <laughs> the fighter and the kid, man. One of the best podcasts is. Did I say that right? Because you corrected when I said when you said anyways, and you went anyway, anyway, and any, then I anyways just, is not a word. No. God damn it! I've been saying anyways all my whole everyone life. Everyone does. does. Everyone yeah. does. Yeah. Anyways, I even is do not this. I even do this. Anyways, I know. I'll do that. I swear. I do that all the time. Yeah. But, well, no, but, but notice Ellen's productions. So when her show ends, it goes anyway. Because that's how you say anyway. That's, uh, that's something a reference. 
her produ- her whole thing goes anyway, and she's like her leaning on the fucking camera. Whatever. Anyway, anyways ways. is not a word in the English language. That's very true. Because I, you know, if you want to, which way do I go? Anyways, you want to. I know. There's in so York, many ways. You can't use. <laughs> How do I get there, Chase? There's this way. There's that way. There's the other way. Or anyways, you want. <laughs> So I said podcasts. Podcasts, yeah, I have three. Is that right? Three, Can I, I say three. podcasts? Podcast works. Plural. I actually think you said podcasts. Yeah, you said podcasts like breasts. Like, like <laughs> breasts. Hey, go fuck yourself. You have to talk this whole pod, and the first time it's a critique my work. Go fuck you, man. Go fuck you. How's that? Go fuck the you. The one time he just got grabbed rotten tomatoes and throw at me. You said that wrong. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, you said podcast to do. Yeah. I'm going to leave now. I was I'm late. I'm going to chime in real quick. Yeah, real quick. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's my one thing that I want to say. You said podcast it did <laughs> I'm gonna leave now I'm gonna leave now and he dropped his big mic <laughs> podcast it did uh, yeah you have several podcasts I have, I have three so I find the kid with Brian Callen that's the original my favorite and then I have King and the Sting with Theo Vaughn oh that's comic. so good and King and the Sting is it's basically it's kind of a, a roast thing where it's all fan submissions so fans send in uh, pictures of their outfits uh, of their we, we have a segment called flaunt your aunt they send pictures of their aunts or uncles we roast their aunts or their uncles we have, we have debate clubs so it, it's yeah. completely different than what I do with Brian and the Kid and I have below the belt which is is an all fight show for Showtime. Yeah. yeah, and that one you you love. I love, it's but not, you love the other two a lot. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't describe it at all, at all. Fire the Kid, which is the original with Brian Callum, my best friend. You know, it's a lot of fun. We talk about fun stuff and quirky stuff, improvisation. And then there's, uh, you know, King of the Sting, you know, where, you know, you send in the fans, you know, send in pictures and we roast them. And it's so yeah. much fun between Theo and I. A lot of improv, you know, we <laughs> roast and submit with the fans and stuff. And then there's Below the Belt. Yeah, well, I, I felt like I was talking too much. Then there's below the belt. No, below the belt. Blah blah blah. Showtime. Boring. Dude, I love it, man. Whenever I'm on YouTube, like a lot of times I go in YouTube holes, and that's just that's the thing I watch. Yeah. I'll watch YouTube and. No matter what I'm looking at, sometimes it'll pull up a clip of you talking about something. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah but you great. you yeah. really have mastered this craft. And I don't know how many uh, belts you have in fighting, but Zero, you definitely sir. really. Oh, you mean as far as like championship belts? No, I'm talking about belt, like like uh, jiu jitsu belts. What color? Uh, b- a brown belt. Brown belt. God damn it, champion with a brown belt. That's nice. fucking badass, man. This dude's a shit. Mm-hmm. Cauliflower ears. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna buy a brown belt today. Probably be serious. Uh-huh. I'm fuck up my ears. Try and get some ears. <laughs> Try and get some ears. You know who actually, you know, Steve-O tried doing that. Like, legit tried fucking his ears up. He called me. And he goes, dude, how, how do I do it? And he sent me a video. He goes, I'm going to have Chuck Liddell hit go- golf balls off my ears. I'm like, God, I don't think that's the way to do it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a smarter way to go about this. <laughs> I feel like that's wrong. That yeah, I was like, I don't, sound I don't, right. I hey, have it, but I'm not sure. Hey, Steve O, how about if he misses the ball? Oh, Steve O's crazy. <laughs> Hilarious, but crazy. You're brilliant, bro. Thanks, brother. Fire the kid, you guys. Brian Callen, another one of my favorites. Uh, comedy. Guru, I love that guy. His and show uh, uh, schooled on ABC. He he has a hit on his hands. I know. He's been I, in the business for seventy five years, and yeah. he finally got a hit on his hands. Yeah, finally, and he deserves it, man. I posted he, that. Um, I I, I posted. <laughs> 
You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it. I uh, I posted I posted a pic of him in the in the gym shorts. Oh, and, I love it. Yeah, man. Because yeah, he one of the guys that you really like. You know. Root for in the game, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Good yeah, guy. I want him to get a show. I want his show to be successful. I love Brian Kelly. He's he's always been nice to me. He's always been uh, old in the face. And uh, and <laughs> <laughs> cauliflower, cauliflower face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, like it's guy. like it's like he rubbed uh, a phone book on his face <laughs> and used wires. And everyone goes, he must be rich. He must be rich. <laughs> he must be. And rich. they'd be correct. He they would be correct. Yeah, yeah, he's a rich and kid. A good Look at his face. He did do that. Yes, to he look did tough. do it. He, he did do it. <laughs> Uh, new episodes on iTunes Mondays and Wednesdays. That's Fighter and the Kid. And, of course, you can catch Brendan Schaub at the Miami Miami Improv, March 15th and the 16th. And, of course, D.C. Improv in Washington, D.C., March 28th through the 30th. Oh, you're doing the whole weekend there. Yes, sir. And then, uh, of course, the website is TFATK.com. Twitter and Instagram, Brendan Schaub, S-C-H-A-U-B. And I'm telling you, dude, that story was not only uh, inspirational, but fucking fun to listen to, man. So. You're an inspiration to everyone out there. Yeah, and, it, and if you stay in your lane and if you're passionate about something and you want to follow your dreams and follow your talent that God gave you, it's possible. Do it. Fuck all the outside distractions. That's called gravel. No one drives on gravel. Stay on the pavement and be successful. I love you guys, and thank you so much, Brendan. Thank coming. you, man. You're the best. Great, yes, great stuff, love you guys. Bye. I had no time, so I would make a way. Yeah. Now who'd have thought that she would walk away from me? I'm sleeping on her now. I'm wide awake. Damn, I miss the days when she would say she needs me. If I had the time with you again, I would like to be way more than friends. Girl, if you give me a second chance. Then I'd say, yeah, 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 yeah. I could fly you out to Paris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Why you from Paris? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, baby, is that cool with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Shaq, and now that the NBA All-Star Weekend is over, it's time for the second half of the season to get underway. It's a tight battle in both the Western and Eastern Conferences as teams are vying for playoff position. And I've been saying for months, there's only one place to get in on all the action, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and use the promo code PODCAST1, and when you make your first deposit, you'll receive a 50% bonus. That's promo code PODCAST1. NBA excitement is heating up. Don't miss out on all the fun. Betonline.ag, your online Sportsbook experts, 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 experts. ADT can design and install a smart home just for you, backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do the things like lock the doors or set the thermostat when you leave. Even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. Visit ADT.com slash podcasts to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you.